Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this podcast, do us a solid and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Share this podcast with a friend if you dig it. Um, as we do on this show, we talk to professionals, fancy type people doing the fancy type professional stuff, still doing their thing during the pandemic. I've got a great guest for us today. His name is Bruce Swicker. He is the Vice President at Lawyers Program at the Epic Insurance Brokers and Consultants. He's a New York guy, so don't hold that against him. That's cool. Plenty of New York people on this show. Welcome to the show, Bruce. How you doing, Bruce? Yankees. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, I think I still had the applause sound effect going while you, uh, while you said go Red Sox, because it sounded like... You said go Yankees. That's okay. We we um, you know, I will tell you that most Red Sox fans worth worth their salt will respect the Yankee fan. The Met fan, nah, I don't know. <laughs> A little yeah, different. Well, it's what it is. <laughs> what? Where did you grow up, Bruce? Uh, I grew up in uh, suburban New Jersey. I was born uh, here in New York, but my parents moved out a couple of years later, mm-hmm. so I grew up uh, in a town called Westfield, New Jersey. About. Uh- 25 miles out of the city. Well, then, um, you New Yorkers you always co-opt New Jersey into everything. I was having a fight with someone about the greatest bands from New York and from Boston, and he started throwing out, like, um, Southside Johnny. And I said, well, see, you were already going to New Jersey. You had to go to New Jersey because there are no good bands in New York. Anyway, um, how has your pandemic been? Are you hanging in there? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's uh, certainly been uh, uh, been different. Uh, I've been working remotely since March 13th, mm-hmm. and uh, the way things are going, um, looks as though I'll probably be working remotely for the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where but, uh, where was your or is your physical office? My physical office, I mean, we have offices all over, including yep. Boston, but uh, my office is in the Harborside Center in Jersey City, directly across from the uh, Trade Center. Um, mm-hmm. And so it sounds but it sounds like most of what you do, it, do you do a lot of one-on-one meetings? In other words, things that, that can mostly be replaced by Zoom calls and such? Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh the, the answer to that question is no. It's not that I don't want to or I don't make myself available to clients, but uh, the, the majority of my clients, uh, you know, they're busy folks. Um, I uh, help them uh, get what they need, and we have great telephone relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, 
Uh, that hasn't changed. No, no. Yeah. And of course, the Zoom is available, and I've done you know quite a few Zoom uh, meetings and presentations. But uh, about ninety nine point nine percent of what I do can be done remotely. So, from a practical standpoint, uh, it's uh, it's not been a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And do you think going forward that business for everyone will change? And um, of course, you know, there, there's there's so much uncertainty. I think in the air now about when or if things get back to normal. But what? Give us your crystal ball prediction. Uh, well, back to normal is an interesting term because uh, I don't think it, by by back to normal people tend to think of uh, you know back to the way it was, and I don't think that's ever coming back. Really? Uh, no, uh, no. That that, that I, I that doesn't. I don't mean to sound apocalyptic, but right. I mean it's everyone has at the very least learned the um, what can be done. Uh, remotely, um, you know, depending upon what business you're in, there are limitations. But uh, I, I think uh, the the need for you know significantly, you know, large offices and, and, and you know those things may go away. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, a business like mine needs uh, you know office space. But do we need everybody in the office every day? Right. And and the answer is no. Um, so uh, uh, now, of course, this will also open up um, uh, for for lots of companies. This will open up uh, a much broader potential base of of employees and, and professionals, because now you know a firm in New York or a firm in Boston. Uh, can more easily, you know, the firm in New York can recruit somebody in Boston and right. vice versa. Right. That sort of thing. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. I think it would change the job market significantly and change work habits because when some of us operate well from home, some don't. I'm in my studio today. Part of the reason I came here was to, well, the main reason I came here was to interview you, Bruce. That's the highlight of my day. But I will operate better here than I will at home, even though I'll likely be alone at home. There are distractions. There's the TV, there's the fridge, there's all that. Um, But if you get, if you apply for, if you're applying for jobs now in any industry with the exceptions of, you know, like service industries and, and places that are still very much open to the public, you know, your first quote unquote day on the job is going to be working from home. That, that that's that's yeah. right. And so that's that's Absolutely. so you'll develop a, the relationship with your coworkers strictly by Zoom. I do think it's odd. Um, you know what about other things that you do? I know you and I met through a, a networking group, and that has changed dramatically. Do you tell me about that? And uh, just uh, yeah. for obvious reasons, right? I mean, you can't. I mean, this networking group USA five hundred was it's bread and butter or these meetings of, you know, anywhere from call it, you know, 15 to, to 35 people in a room at the same time and capitalized on the ability to schmooze a little bit and, and look people in the eye and sit next to people. Yeah. It's that has, tell me about how that world has changed for you. Well, that, that, yeah, it's changed significantly as you well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, and uh, USA 500 and, and probably uh, lots of different networking groups have, have uh, very quickly migrated to a, to a, a virtual platform. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, uh, I can only speak to USA 500. But uh, I, it, it, it as well has opened up um, uh, significant, interesting opportunities that that weren't entirely obvious before, mm -hmm. you know, if uh, using you and I as an example, For you're sure. in Boston, I'm in New York. Um, uh, it's not that I couldn't travel to Boston and, and visit your group or vice versa. I love Boston, but um, but now that the uh, the group is virtual, it's so much easier to, if you will, travel to other cities and meet people that you might not otherwise have have met. Absolutely. Um, it and do you think that that will continue? I mean, we know that um, that that group that we're speaking of has already canceled. Uh, live events, I think, through the end of the summer, but I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be, it's going to be through the end of the year. You I think, think so? Oh, absolutely. And and you think across the board for conferences, things like trade well, shows. Well, I mean, you look you look at what's happening right now in in um, uh, you know some of these states where um, they 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 opened very quickly. Or reopen very quickly, and and the blowback is is significant. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know the fact that you know somehow this has become politicized is is totally irrelevant. Mm. Uh, it is what it is. So I don't see that. Um, uh, you know, certainly until there's a vaccine, and uh, you know. There's going to be limits on how much, uh, you know, getting together there there can be. Absolutely. So what you do is uh, insurance primarily for lawyers because lawyers right. are the most fun people in the world to work with. And I say that being one myself, so don't take it the wrong way, anybody. But uh, tell me um, about how that has changed. Do people actually want to talk more now about insurance or is it something they want to hold off on or what? Uh, well, of course, uh, depending upon what business you're in, uh, it, uh, you know, from an insurance standpoint, not much has changed. I mean, if you're, if you are a, uh, an attorney or a law firm and you, uh, remain operational, uh, then, uh, you, uh, need to maintain insurance and not just about practice insurance, but all kinds of things. Sure. Um, and uh, so that that has not changed. Um, quite frankly, I'm I'm pleased that, uh, um, that you know new business opportunity uh, remains flowing. I've had some a couple of Zoom-based uh, new business presentations, if you mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. with uh, with firms. Um, and now. Of course, one of the big issues having nothing to do with lawyers per se is the the, the business interruption issue uh, with respect to uh, to COVID nineteen. Mm -hmm. uh, that's on everyone's mind. So, well, but can you 
complete the full sales cycle via Zoom? You know, you you've um, so if you've done some presentations. You say, um, you know, in the past it was, you know, if you if you're going to make a big decision you, you, for your law firm as to you know what plan to go with or whatever, I would gather they'd want to see you in person. But it seems like people have accepted that this is the way it's going to go now. Uh, you know, they've accepted, yeah, uh, uh, because there just isn't a heck of a lot of choice. Right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, they don't want to see me in person, and believe me, I don't want to go talk to, to see them. Right, in a group of people, uh, and yeah, yeah. And, and even, even if even if the office is is not the concern, uh, certainly here in uh, New York City and in, uh, in Manhattan, where I live. Uh, there's something called, you know, the subway or, right. uh, you know, it's, well, there used to be something called the subway. I, don't, <laughs> I assume it's still there. I mean, it, it is, it is operating, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're closing it, uh, late at night to do cleaning, okay. which is a, uh, which is a first where, I mean, up in Boston, I guess you're used to the fact that, uh, the, um, uh, yeah. mass transit MBTA. part of the night. We're, yeah. we're, we're not used to that. That's here. right. That's interesting. Yeah. The, for when I was growing up, the T would stop at 1230 and I'm not sure if it got later than that, but, um, I think it did at one point, but now who the heck knows. <laughs> so, um, tell me why you enjoy what, enjoy what you do because you're, um, you, I take it, you built your practice on your own. You've been at it for years, relationships with lawyers and stuff. Tell us why you like it. That, that presumes that you do like it at least a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I yeah. do. I, I sort of joke about it that, uh, you know, um, you know, I, I actually uh, love what I do. Um, of course, uh, you know, as I say, it doesn't get me invited to too many cocktail parties. But, uh, uh, you know, complex liability is an interesting uh, is an interesting subject. And, of course, insurance is, I mean, let's face it, it's opaque. It's often counterintuitive. Um, it, it, it doesn't appear to be logical to the outside observer. And all these things, I understand, are, are, are why a lot of people don't like insurance. Uh, however, it is also those qualities that I find very interesting because once you do understand the logic and there is a logic. Sure. Um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. It's really interesting. What, and for those that don't know, and maybe me included specifically, what, what does the, the term complex liability refer to? Well, complex liability, it's, you know, it's an undefined term. It's just, um, um, you know, with commercial general liability, you know, you essentially your most basic form of, of commercial liability, you're you're dealing largely with um, bodily injury, property damage. Now, there there are other issues and other coverages in a uh, most commercial general liability policies, but that's that's the most basic. But when you get into um, uh, uh, professional liability, which is also referred to as malpractice and also mm-hmm. referred to as errors and omissions, really three thing, three ways of saying the same thing, and directors and officers liability, um, 
employment practices liability and cyber liability, of course. Um, there you're getting into some very complex um, liability issues um, and you know who is responsible for what under what circumstances and of course what coverages are afforded what coverages are excluded um it's uh it's very i find it sort of uh, i find it mentally challenging to try to figure out how a risk can be covered or how some risks you know in fact cannot be covered mm -hmm. Um, so before I forget, Bruce, why don't you please tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you if they have more questions about what you do? Oh, I'd be happy to. You can, uh, uh my email address is bruce.swicker at epicbrokers.com. Uh, you can also uh, call me, uh, directly at my office, 201-356-0104. And I also have a, um, a neat uh, toll-free number, 877-B-SWICKER, which uh, is 877-279-4253. And it sounds like they can give you a ring, whether they're in New York, New York, New Jerk. Hey, that's I invented that. That's cool, New Jerk. <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> New York, New Jersey, or elsewhere, is that right? Yeah, I mean, certainly Epic, Epic is licensed uh, throughout the country, and... Uh, you know, personally, you know, my resident license is New York, but I have uh, I have personal licenses in in quite a few other states. Cool. In a moment, we're going to do a segment which uh, Bruce is unprepared for because I forgot to tell him about it. But it's simple, Bruce. We're going to do a segment called Good Stuff, where we recommend something to our listeners that has maybe cheered us up a little bit during this pandemic. Could be some hobby could be any way you're passing your time a good recipe a good tv show some good music anything like that so bruce i'm gonna i'm gonna stall for you here and buy you some time while i tell people for a moment about what we do here at the boston podcast network pod617.com is where you go if you'd like to learn how to produce your own podcast that's right hire us and we'll send you a usb microphone out to your home on the house you plug it into your computer it's a quality one too not one of those crappy ones and you could be off and running and doing your podcast we've been recording podcasts remotely for a couple of years now so we're pretty good at it pod617.com is where you go and if you're looking for an activity for your firm your office or something else what you want to do is go to pod617.com and check out our event uh, that we sell as a product i guess you'd call it it's called zuma palooza and there's a lot of trivia and games and other stuff and for an hour you and your friends will be amazed and delighted a great way to uh, cheer the the spirits of an office and uh, check it all out, pod617.com. Now, let's play good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right, Bruce, with the, uh, with the generous 90 seconds or so you've had to prepare for this, um, yes. tell us, t share with our listeners something that maybe has uh, some good stuff you've experienced during the pandemic. Uh, well, uh, quite frankly, I, I enjoy cooking All right. uh, and, um, um, I, I don't claim to be, you know, a fine chef or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I 
I operate on the um, premise that if you take quality ingredients and use common sense combining them, uh, nine times out of ten, you'll come out with something tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, big surprise, uh, this has uh, given me uh, probably more opportunity than I've had in my entire adult life right. to, uh, to, to, to cook. And, uh, and I find it very interesting. Uh, so give us an example of something that you've concocted. Uh, let's see. What did I, what did I recently do? Well, I, uh, uh, just the other night, in fact, I, I had the, the leftovers for lunch. I did a, uh, uh, uh pork chop and I, uh, did a sauce with, uh, morel mushrooms, um, onions and, um, carrots and uh, uh, reduce that and then put it all in the uh, put it all in the oven with the pork chop and let it bake and uh, I gotta tell you it came out real well that sound yeah just describe fairly it fairly simple fairly simple fairly s- just- I'll take your word for it it's, I don't I think I would manage to screw that up but it sounds it sounds delicious so <laughs> pork chops who doesn't like pork chops really other than those nutty vegetarians I guess. But that's a good one. Appreciate it, Bruce. Um, for my good stuff, I'm going to give everyone my official review of a film that I just saw released, of course, just straight to streaming services. It's on Hulu, I believe. It's called Palm Springs. And, uh, Bruce, for your viewing entertainment, our listeners will only hear the trailer. But, Bruce, I'm going to play the trailer on my screen so you get a, a, a look at what this is all about. Here's the trailer for Palm Springs. It's going to be a beautiful wedding. Here you are, standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. But always remember, you are not alone. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. So this is a couple meets at a wedding, is in a romantic moment, and suddenly the Andy Samberg character gets shot from who knows where, and he and the woman apparently go flying into this vortex of Good sorts. Good so far. Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You, what is going on? Hey, get out of the water! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about. And that's uh, the premise right there. So if you've seen... Now, Bruce, let me ask you, have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? <laughs> yes, it has one of my favorite insurance characters in it. Oh, Ned. that's right. Ned Ryerson. That's right. Um, so this this movie starring Andy Samberg in the, the lead role, you, you know him from SNL. He is quite hilarious. I am a pretty huge fan of his. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine is very good in that as well. His female love interest in the movie is Kristen Mil- Milioti. I don't. She's kind of new, but you probably recognize her from here and there. And then the guy that shot Andy Samberg with the arrow is played by J.K. Simmons. He's he's been in oh. uh, you know J.K. right? He's a great actor. He's been in Oz. He's been in um, let's see, a couple of TV shows. Probably though, best known 
for being the the cruel professor in the movie Whiplash, for which he was nominated for an Oscar. Um, and I believe he's the spokesman for Farmers Insurance. Absolutely. Good call. Yeah, for some reason, half the cast of the TV show Oz went on to pitch insurance. Um, <laughs> and uh, many, many fine actors somehow end up in those insurance commercials. But yeah. Um, so... Yeah, the movie. Okay, so I'm not going to give it all away. No spoilers here. But uh, I couldn't. What we learn is at the beginning, we don't know this because all we see is Andy Samberg is kind of acting goofy at a wedding, meets a woman. And then that's when all goes awry. And we discover not only is he in this infinite time loop where he wakes up every morning in the same bed at this hotel where he's attending the wedding. But this woman who he's who he's gotten involved with that evening, she then gets trapped in the time loop, too. J.K. Simmons is also trapped in the time loop, and that covers all the people trapped in the time loop. But nevertheless, the the movie Groundhog Day has been brought up a lot during the pandemic because it kind of feels like we're doing the same thing all over over again. We maybe go through stages like the Bill Murray character did in Groundhog Day. In this film, um, the only, my, my only knock on it is it is completely derivative of Groundhog Day, but the, the twist is that he's potentially got this budding rom- romance with this woman and the question is if you had to do the whole day over the same day over and over and over again um would you bide your time as you're developing this romance would you say come on we've got nothing to lose right now but you know you got to see her the next day no matter what and unlike in groundhog day bill murray was trying to to chum up to Andy McDowell, but she didn't know the day she was not in this time loop, so she had to be educated every morning, I take it. Anyway, um, so it's absolutely worth watching. It's it's funny. There, are, It does make you think about certain things. You know, eventually you can imagine what happens if these, if these two do fall in love. Do they just try to make themselves happy living the same day over and over again? Which is what many, how many people describe marriage anyway, so... Who knows? Um, so it's a thumbs up. So, Bruce, I recommend it to you. Um, what would you do, Bruce, if if you were literally stuck in a, a time loop and repeating the same day over and over again? How would you spend the day? First thing, uh, first thing you could do is just take the day off because it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, yeah that's <laughs> it. I would take the day off, and then the, tomorrow I'd take the day off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Um, Bruce, I told so, you to take the day off. So why is the phone still ringing? Okay. I tell In- you. Insurance never sleeps, right? <laughs> insurance never sleeps, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, well I, I always tell my my uh, clients, uh, you know, if your house is burning, call 911. Otherwise, there's no such thing as a professional liability emergency. I'll, <laughs> That's I'll good. talk to you tomorrow. Well, and it's good to be in a, in a profession where... You take pride in what you do and you take it seriously, but it's, you know, to use a tired expression, it's not brain surgery. It's not brain cancer. It's and 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 what in what you do is extremely important for people's lives and protecting them. But you're right. It doesn't have that urgency. And, you know, I I have friends that are doctors and I say, you know, I try to do the old, you know, thank you for your service to them because they're still working through this whole thing. And if they screw up, you know people can die obviously if i screw up we yeah. might we might get a lousy podcast here and there but you know that's, that's not quite the same thing so um bruce worker i hope you had fun on the show um as okay. a as a final note um you i had occasion to ask you what your what band you would hire to play your uh retirement party and remind me which band that was that would be fleetwood Mac. 
and um, have you been a fan of theirs since the way back, since uh, the Rumors oh, album and all that oh, business? Oh, well, before Rumors, uh, yeah, mid-70s, let's put, let's put it that Okay. Way. Well, um, I'm a big fan, and I've haven't, I regret I haven't seen them live. Have you seen them live? Yes, I've seen them live uh, a couple of times and uh, also seen Stevie Nicks um, uh, as a solo actor. She's, she's an American treasure. One of the great yes. one of the great queens of the music world, in my opinion. Um, in your honor, Bruce, um, we'll go out with a little Tusk, which is one of the oddest songs and yet somehow my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. And you might remember this as a song in a video they performed with the, the USC marching band. Isn't that right, Bruce? The Trojans? I, yes, yeah. if I recall correctly. It's it lends itself to that. If you get bored today, everyone, just play the drums on your desk or table and use this as your, your background soundtrack because it's excellent. Here come those bon- drums or bongos. And even if the phone rings, it doesn't matter. Bruce Swicker, that, Swicker <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Stay well, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank All right. you, David. All right. If you like this... If you like this podcast, share with a friend or a colleague. If you want your own podcast or you want to book us for a Zoomapalooza one hour of fun for your office, go to pod617.com. On behalf of Bruce, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. But today we like New York, so it's cool. Have a great day, everybody. Everybody.